Welcome to Two Girls, One Film, a brand new podcast brought to you by hosts Lindsay Feng and Annabelle Cohen. Enjoy. Okay, here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Two Girls, One Film podcast. Today we are, even though we are still within vicinity of each other, still in the same city, we are we are trying out this Zoom conference situation. Um, hopefully, this um, quality turns out fine for you all. Um, hopefully, it this is up. what it's going to be like in the future. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, we're coming at you from our own homes, the safety of our own. Mm-hmm bedrooms um today we're gonna talk about taipei story which was released uh, hold, oh hold up hold up we're getting into it too fast i thought we're getting we right to in, it a little bit of an intro to get Fine. into it yeah i have a couple things to say okay first of all i've listened to like some parts of our first podcast oh thank you to our 61 listeners now um we're really grateful for you all. Honestly, like genuinely, thank you. Yeah. Because like, uh, I don't know, we appreciate it. This is kind of like an out of the out of the blue situation. Yes, yeah, spontaneous. But that doesn't and mean we're, we're glad not you're listening. Mm hmm. We are dedicated, and we're very excited yeah. um, for what's coming in the future. So yeah, thank you for that. But I have a couple of notes from the last podcast on myself really so sure. i was listening through the recording and i was like wow my voice really is obnoxious i know you know what i thought? like i was like i heard myself and i was like what do i sound like first of all okay. i don't know if my voice is that is that like volume no like tone no register i didn't know my voice is like that low-ish i mean mm-hmm. i did but then secondly i realized my god I really like have like an American accent sometimes. Like, what? What? Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't hear that at all. But I just feel like you know what? On the contrary, I felt like your energy was much more calm and subdued compared that is, to mine. So I felt like it I balanced am, out well. That's what I am most of the time. So mm. I, w- I just felt like I listened to myself and I was like, wow. That, she really is doing a lot right now, so I think I'm gonna tone it down a little bit. I'm I want to like be a calming podcast. I've never heard like I I sound so alarming, you know. For those of you who are trying to sleep to this podcast, like I'm sorry. Or those of you who are went, trying to work I went to this podcast, Anna told me she was trying to mm. work. Shout out! Oh wow, I, mm, I love that. Anna, shout out to you <laughs> in Bangkok. We love you. Yeah, love you. Miss you. All of that. Um, I miss Battenton with you in Hangzhou. Best best days of my life ever. Ever. So yeah. Um, any any other shout outs? Um, no, but you know what I was thinking. Instead of doing this, would the way we're recording is Lindsay's recording her side of the audio on her computer, and I'm recording mm-hmm. my side. Possibly, what we could do is we could record it. As a Zoom file, and then remove the movie and only have the audio. Oh, you're right, actually. I didn't think of that. Maybe That's so much if smarter, this doesn't honestly. work out, we could do that. Yeah. Yeah. 
next yeah, time. That sounds, we'll see you next time. We'll that sounds like a better goes. idea. Yeah. But other than that, like, oh, here's what I want. Hi, everyone. Um, quick little side note. Um, Annabelle's microphone cut off at this point because she accidentally stopped recording. So it, that's just what happens. Our conversation got cut off a little bit, but um, we get back to, into it in a couple seconds. So, yeah. Okay, here. It's going to have the video. It's going to have the video. <laughs> Uh, that's fine that's fine you know for our memories you know uh but yeah hi guys we're back again we had a little bit of a blip there thanks to my co-host that i will be replacing next week send me your applications asap but yes what do you have to say for yourself i was i was just trying to say that we could have recorded on zoom and then I pressed the QuickTime button, and now we're recording on Zoom. So <sighs> Some I just people. have to say, the 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 things that turn out are gonna be okay. Mm-hmm. Did you pay? You know what? Yes, I did. See, it it was my first large painting. You guys can't see this, but there's a painting um, above my bed in my room. Um, my wall is like kind of sparse, as you can see. And it's, like, kind of dingy quite nice. in my at the moment. But, yeah, it's my first large painting. I don't love it. I don't love it, but it's, like, a nice landscape situation. And it matches my plant there. So if you look... You know, I do like... I like your picture of the... Your, your, the one you posted this morning, the the, the person with, mm. like, a graphic tee. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. That's her. Where is she? I'll bring you to her right here. Uh, again, our audience you describe it to this, me, but it's it's like I was going for like a nice Mad Men sort of 1960s housewife, but kind of like cartoony and like out of this world a little bit, but a little little bit of abstractness in the background. A um, lot of color. Um, she's smoking. I like, like her mm-hmm. glasses and everything. It was just sort of a random situation but I artistically I don't think I've like found a style for myself I'm just like playing around a lot recently and it's like it's just like calming I wouldn't say I like am super passionate about painting because and I don't think I'm like amazing but it's like Mm -hmm. something to you know just it's just like really calming when you're doing it you know don't really think about much except for painting but yeah, May I make a comment. You you and embroidery. Tell us some. No no no. Can I make a comment about your painting? Yeah, I don't want you to take it the bad way. But do you know Charlie and Lola? Oh oh, I see that. I actually. It sort of that. reminds you of Charlie and Lola, though, how it's drawn. I, I don't take that in a bad way. I think it is good. I don't, yeah, I know. I didn't. I didn't mean it in a, any harmful. Um, mm-hmm. I know. Harmful way. I know. But yeah, embroidery. You you've been doing yeah, a been, lot of that. I How do you get into em- embroidery? Basically, my sister was like, "I'm gonna start." Um, what's the one? When will you crocheting. make scarves? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, mm-hmm. crocheting and knitting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to do that, but what else can I do with thread? So I've been embroidering this summer, and I've. Mm-hmm. embarked on my mission to create 
Caraco Bonito's Time and Place cover. Ooh. Which oh has my not god. Been looked- that, that actually looks really cool. It's like super detailed. Yeah, but it's... I really wanted to finish it before I went to school. But I guess it will be something that I can... Um, it's like a token of my summer. Mm-hmm. Something that I can find stillness and calm when I'm stressed. Just pick up the needle and pick up the hoop mm-hmm. and do some embroidery. Sounds great. Good for you. you. I love that. Have so you watched I'm- any movies... I watch any movies? Oh yeah. Here's the part that got cut off when um, my co-host here decided she would take things in her own hands and ruin three minutes of our podcast. And now I'm three gonna have to minutes. repeat. The thing is, you're welcome. That I realized. Otherwise, we'd have done the full thing. Oh my and god, that would have been awful. Side. But guy, you guys, I watched Columbus. If mm-hmm. you follow our Instagram at Two Girls One Film, you would have seen on Annabelle Annabelle's August post that her number two movie was Columbus, and it's directed by Kogonada. I don't know if I said that right, but I think that's his probably, name. Probably. And it it is a beautiful, beautiful movie. Um, mm-hmm. John Cho, who is the Haley male lead. Mm-hmm. Haley Lou Richardson. Have a phase of like, I don't know why. I just really liked her because she was like really good at dancing, and she oh. is she she is the girlfriend of, well, her boyfriend is Brett Dyer. Do you know from Jane the Virgin? He's Michael from Jane the Virgin. Never watched Jane the Virgin. Oh well, never actually, got into it. But she I'm was in Edge of Seventeen. Yeah, she was. Yeah, that was that's pretty good. Film. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good, but this one better exponentially Much. better i loved it i loved everything about it it was just like i don't know i think i think it was definitely my type of film i don't know i was just really intrigued um but you know that's not the movie we're talking about today today we are talking about taipei story you wanna yeah. start it off let's jump in mm-hmm. okay i've got my notes i haven't made this much notes on oh anything oh my gosh that is that is insane. Actually, I mean, I have, but like, I'm okay, saying this you know is more work than I've done in the summer. I have quite a lot of notes as well. Mm. Just little parts. But yeah. Do you have like I a see that synopsis? Drawing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So we're going to talk about Taiwan Story. Also, by the way, if I sound like I'm presenting, it's because I'm reading and mm-hmm. it's not my casual voice. I have a different voice. Sneaky. Um, oh. Yeah, so Taiwan Story was released in 1985 and is directed by Edward Young. The cinematographer is Wei Han Yang. Um, the original Chinese title is Qing Mei Zhu Ma, which is um, directly translated to English as Green Plums and a Bamboo Horse. Mm, I didn't and it know alludes that to a poem by... Yeah, I, you know, Wikipedia can tell you so many great wow. things. Really. <laughs> These facts. Um, to a poem by Levi which talks about a childhood sweetheart which as you start talking about the film you understand that it does make sense Mm -hmm. so the English title then refers to the 1953 masterpiece even though I haven't seen it I know it's good Tokyo Story by Mm -hmm. Yasuhiro Ozu Mm -hmm. I haven't watched it but it's on my list I haven't watched it either I've never even heard of it what? Oh. 
It's. I'll search it up. I'll search it up. One. Oh yeah. Quick it's note about the title. I felt like watching. I don't know. I just kept thinking about Marriage Story because it's like Taipei Story and Marriage Story. Oh, they're like yeah. Compl- they're like different stories. They're like kind of similar in the in the sense that um, relationships are like kind of unfolding and falling apart. But mm-hmm. wait, have you watched Marriage Story? I haven't. I can't say that. Oh my gosh! Watch watch it soon. Watch it soon. But mm-hmm. yeah, just a little side note. But continue. Um. So I'll give a little synopsis. Mm-hmm. The film focuses around Chin and Lung, who are played by Tsai Chin and Ho Xiao Sei. I'm so butchering the names, even though I can speak Chinese. It's embarrassing. Um, it's their seemingly disintegrating relationship. Lung is hung up on his childhood obsession of baseball, and Chin loses her job after they find an apartment to live in, leaving them both extremely aimless. Mm-hmm. So, um, Okay, some of the things that I realized about this film was, mm-hmm. as I watched it, like, the first few scenes, I, like, immediately noted down um, the subtle touches of beauty in daily liminal spaces. Gosh, mm-hmm. Big words. Wow. This, that, was, that was amazing. I'm impressed. Thank you. No, because there's something about the way that Edward Young... Um, directs his actors to interact with the spaces and you can tell immediately that he uses the actors to bring alive the environment and that shows that Mm -hmm. wherever the characters are their environment heavily impacts their personality like first thing that I wrote down was when um the telephone man comes to visit Chin to say that she has like a new number or something. Mm-hmm. Instead of framing the direct interaction between the woman and the phone company man, the shot is composed by having a door frame and then showing, first of all, the house of mm-hmm. uh, a Chin. And mm-hmm. then you can see through the door frame the shadow of the interaction between the um, phone man and Chin showing Mm -hmm. that it's crucial, like her house shows off the details of herself. Mm -hmm. Wow. What, what in, that was very analytical. I loved it, but I can totally see what you mean from that. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I also noticed little things. I didn't really pay attention to that part specifically, but one scene that comes to mind is like, I, I love I love how he kind of did like interesting framing with everything, kind of like you what you said. Um, there's this scene where um, Chin and Lung um, were just like speaking together on their bed in their apartment, and um, he the the shot was like in a mirror, so you can't actually see them directly, but it's just their reflection. In the mirror. There was a similar was one in in Columbus. Where, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's very interesting. But yeah, mm. I I totally see what you mean by that. And yeah, okay. One one note. One thing that I really really appreciated about this film was like how well they handled the um, a lot of the night scenes and like the city mm. everything. I feel like he uses Edward Yang uses his locations really well in the sense that. 
it, everything is really atmospheric. And while the characters are, like, on screen, there's also, like, a lot going on in the background that are just, like, really, they mesh well together. Um, mm-hmm. and one theme that comes to mind is, I think, honestly, I forget who was in a telephone booth, but he was speaking. And um, oh, in the background, it it's just, like, like the Kowaka. Oh yeah, the coworker guy. Him. We can get to him soon. Oh, but God, yeah, dude, that was gorgeous. That shot was beautiful. Yeah, I know. I loved oh, it God. so much. And but it was so through, short. Yeah, I know. Halfway through the movie, I started like screenshotting things. So that was like, wow, that actually <laughs> looks so amazing. I need to like, I need to like keep this for the future. But yeah, it's so good, so beautiful. You know, um, as soon as I saw like the, all the neon signs, because like. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like the there's like a huge Fujifilm neon sign mm. at, at the. I love, I love that shot. I remember, I remember it so clearly. It's just yeah. like um, visually one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. But I think my overall sort of impression. Do you want to give your overall impression of like? The um, whole I was just gonna say I immediately thought. Um, Sofia Coppola must have been very, very influenced by this for Lost in Translation because like. A lot of the shots are similarly set at night and like mm-hmm. the opening shot of Bill Murray in the taxi and you can see all the, the um, lights of, mm-hmm. uh, t- I think it's in t- Tokyo. Well, yeah, in Tokyo. Um, it's like similar neo, neo city. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's also like about a film about interaction or like rather the lack of it. So I think. Yeah. She must have taken a lot of inspiration from this. I think it just, I I just really liked the energy this film exuded. It was just very coherent throughout. Um, I think what I did not enjoy for me, for me, this, I didn't, I think the way the story sort of played out was a little bit dragged out, I would say. I think, I think there could have been. It was a bit slow. yeah, there could have been more moments. Like, there are some movies that, like, just, like, really hit and really make sense. And this, like, I can... It, it's understandable why it needs to be a slow movie, but sometimes it was just, like... It lost my interest, and, like, some parts were just sort of repetitive. But, yeah, that's just, like... That's just a storyline for me. Um, I think Yee Yee's storyline was just, like... I think it just made a lot of sense to me, like a mm. lot more sense to me. Because and also I just it was like, more busy too. Yeah, I like more warmish things. I felt like he was. It had like a the best of all the worlds, I would say. Mm. Whereas um, Taipei Story also like just a per- personal preference, but Taipei Story was just like sad. It was like sad throughout, and it's it a was very just, bleak. Yeah, story. it was really gloomy. But yeah. not in the sense that it was, like, uninteresting. It was just, like, the mood that was set throughout. And it was think, a little bit draining. I think that's the main... Well, not main, but I think that's one of the points of the film, to show loneliness in a city, mm-hmm. which, like... Which is reflected in many of the shots, actually. Like, one of the shots um, that reminded me of a shot Yi was... Um, the, I remember, I think it's like a few times, a few times one of the characters were 
like on their balcony and you could see them mm-hmm. and like you could see the buildings around them but you can also see the character and it just isolates them and shows mm-hmm. you like how the city can be so busy and full of energy yet such a lonely place mm-hmm. it's like con- contrasted with like the aerial shots of the cars moving like mm-hmm. that was one of my favorite oh, yeah. shots i actually screenshotted that as well i took so many screenshots but yeah no i definitely agree on i just felt like um i think the scenery um the visuals just also help the storyline flow um a lot as well because like as you're going through the movie there are these sort of little breaks in between where it's like just the scenery itself and it also sort of adds to the whole general vibe the movie was trying to go for and I thought it played really well and it flowed really well throughout that's the thing about this movie I think it I think it flowed pretty it flowed neatly for me I I would Mm. say definitely a little bit slow but everything was very well organized and I think it made sense to me but the storyline, watch over the storyline for a little bit. Yeah. I was, what do you, for, honestly, I would say the characters, none of the characters were really likable to me, to be honest. Uh, I mean, but maybe he, maybe he's trying to show the reality and that not mm-hmm. all people are like, um, it's just, yeah, it's just very just drab and bleak. Yeah. I think there are little things that I can relate to in each character, but also they're just, like, not very good people in the film. Like, um, Lung, for example. Um, well, they're both... Okay, just a just a reminder for our listeners, there are going to be spoilers in this. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you don't want to listen to spoilers, maybe you can, like, stop around here. But, yeah. Um, I just felt... Well, they were both cheating on each other, right? Mm. And both of them were just, like, kind of reluctant to um, admit their faults to each other, really. Um, Especially Lung. And Lung just seemed like a really suppressed dude. And really, like, I don't know, in his own head a lot of the time. And he he just didn't listen. I felt like one thing that I could kind of empathize in Chin was that she was, in the relationship, she was being ignored a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why she found the need to go out and find and cheat on Lung. Because, like, she felt ignored in the relationship. And in that sense, I think it's understandable. You know what I mean? Long his character the fact that he still loves baseball and then like I mean okay not to like shit on people adults who like love (laughs) a certain sport but it was implied that he played this baseball from a young age and like Mm -hmm. it was his thing when he was younger so it sort of like um it it, it implies that he's quite immature as he's still stuck in his childhood mindset he's kind of like in in my judgmental mind, he just seemed kind of like a washed up, you know, has been baseball player that's just kind of longing for the past and he doesn't know where he's at now. So he's just kind of like, he doesn't have a lot of ambition. I would say he's just kind of stuck there in that place. 
while I feel like Chin, on the other hand, kind of wants to move forward a little bit. And she's always looking for a new job. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And she wants to go to America. So in a sense, that was for them. She wanted that to, like, fix their relationship, I would say, a little bit. Because they're not in a good place. Like, throughout the whole thing, it just continuously just gets a little worse, you know? Um things start to unfold in between the two and it's just not the best it's not a good relationship but in a lot of marriages people like to try to solve them by uh, using distraction (laughs) couples therapy counselor (laughs) yeah see i know a lot of things i'm very knowledgeable in subject matters may i say Mm -hmm. while i did say that i thought lung was immature he was the one who um decided uh, that they shouldn't get married and they shouldn't move to America because it won't solve everything. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. the, the idealized version of yourself yeah. and you think it's a change. You're right. That was a smart moment for him. But also, yeah, definitely it was in his character. Like, that's just who he is. I think he's definitely more of a negative person. He's just not really... He's not He's not living his best life. He's con- He's constantly getting into fights. He's kind of aggressive suppresses all his emotions he doesn't know where he's going a lot of that he was just unlikable you know the more i kept watching it the more i disliked him i was like wow i really don't like lung lung's so annoying lung's just he doesn't even you know what i'm not going to get into it but lung not my favorite not my favorite but yeah um it actually thinks you yeah what are what things (laughs) This is so great. Okay. Um, well, I was going to segue a topic, but if you want to continue speaking about that, I will let you. Oh, no. You can you can continue. I lost my thought. Oh, I was going to say a, another, another huge theme in this movie is um, tradition versus what's the opposite of tradition? Um, reform? New, cu- new custom? Well, yeah, whatever. Tradition vs. modern. Mm. Modernity. Mm-hmm. Tradition vs. Moder- modernity and foreign versus whatever is not foreign. Like, mm-hmm. a lot of it... Okay, basically the film immediately starts with the mentioning of America and how Chin... No, sorry. Lung was in America for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay, that's the thing though. He lied about that. And he went to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. But we can talk about that later. Yeah. You want to continue with um, Yes. Um so the influence of Western cultures is seen first of all in the Milan Sen where Chin's house is decor- decorated with lots of she has a picture of at a European town, a painting of mm-hmm. European town. And mm-hmm. on her calendar, she has a picture of Mallory Monroe. Yeah, noticed that, that as well. Hmm, okay, interesting. Western influences. And then also in the fight, first fight scene that Lung had in when he was playing mm-hmm. darts, Billie Jean was playing in the background. Mm. <laughs> what was up with that? And then they went dancing. Um, sorry, no. Chin and her little, little sister little sister went dancing and then mm-hmm. they're dancing the footloose. 
Yeah, I was kind of vibing when that was happening. Yeah, yeah. Continue, continue your thought. And then also, as I was saying, tradition and modernity, as the whole group of youngsters along with Chin go towards the dance club, they ride on motorcycles past a huge shrine slash temple slash monument that says Long Live Republic of China, which is mm, hilarious. Yeah, I it's remember that. Set in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. So rebellion against tradition. And mm-hmm. then also at the beginning, um, Chin's dad says, times have changed. An unmarried woman moving out, like her father represents unchanging traditional values while the younger generation, Lung and her little sister are the rebellions, are the rebellious Rebellious youngsters. That's what I was yes. for. The rebellious yeah. youth, new generation. But I totally yeah. see everything about your point now. I felt that was a very good analysis, Annabelle. That was exceeded my expectations. That was awesome. wonderful. You know, how do I how do I follow up that? Like, um yeah, I her dad was like extremely unlikable. Mm. Just everyone and most people are unlikable. He just I don't know. Like you said, he was, he represented a lot of like sexist, misogynistic ideas and he was very selfish. And yeah, I think it gives us a little bit of an insight as to like why Chin is the person that she is now. And Mm. yeah, so that's interesting, but just also like completely off topic. We can come back to this in a second. But I'm just looking at my notes right now, and I wrote down joke, comma, Chinese short, comma, Michael Jackson long, comma, Pope never, u- Pope never uses. So that's a joke that happened in between the movie. Um, I genuinely, I think that's the only thing I laughed at in the movie, the only funny part. Cause yeah, I didn't laugh. This, this guy was telling um, a joke in the bar where, um, chin and lung were at before he threw the darts and he was like what's um what's something that the chinese have that's short and michael jackson has that's long and that the pope never uses and everyone you know what everyone's thinking but what oh, hold up what was it what oh i don't know i don't remember <laughs> let me let me smell you know what? We can move on. We can move on. You sure? But, uh, but yeah, that's hilarious. It, it was hilarious, though, in the moment, but I just didn't write down. You know what? If we think about it later on, we'll, we'll leave you hanging there. We'll let you think of the answer on your own. It's like <laughs> a fun little riddle situation. What you think it is. Send in your funniest answer. Yes, we'd love that. But yeah, that was a funny part. Um, but yeah, I thought your traditional versus um, new thing is really interesting. And it just... Thank you. That kind of shows in Yee too as well, if you think about it. But yes, I loved I loved that analysis. Oh yeah, one, one other side note. I was just like wondering 
throughout like both this movie and Yi, when they're all speaking, they kind of shift from Mandarin and oh, Taiwanese. Yeah. Like, what's and, up with that? And actually, a little bit of Japanese too. Oh, really? I'm pretty sure there was a bit of Japanese when he was talking to the mm-hmm. Japanese woman. Oh, I did not. I did not pick that up. But it's just a lot of switching around, and I'm just curious to know, like, why that is. Mm. You know, because I think for for me, um, while it may not be completely true to the story, for me, I feel like the different characters they each switch between, um, they switch between languages. This is the way that I interpret it: is to for them to find. Okay, so as I have said before, I think the film is about um, interaction or the the lack of it, the lack of interaction. Mm-hmm. What I think that the switching of the languages does is to create more barriers between the audience and the um, actors, mm-hmm. which making it like almost a, a meta experience, but mm-hmm. also at the same time. Allowing the um, act no no characters themselves to find some sort of balance between speech and identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that actually makes a lot of sense. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. But yeah, it's just something that I noticed throughout and was curious about. But yeah, I I guess I can also search it up. We'll see. Oh, can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. How did you watch this? Because it took me a while to figure out how to watch it. Okay. I actually recently got the Criterion channel. I got it, like, I got it, like, a month ago. I got the free trial, right? And then I, I put, like, the full wow. year subscription. I was, like, planning, I was planning on canceling it. But then I just forgot about it. And then, like, they charged, they charged the money. And I was like, Dad, can I, like, after they charge money, my dad was like, what, what is this? And I'm like, sorry, I can delete it if you want, but I really want it. And he was like, okay. But, yeah, I, it, it was, like, a complete accident. But now I have it. And I'm really living, living a good life on Criterion. That's, that's effed up because I tried to go on the Criterion channel. It said, this is not available in okay. your region. Use a VPN. I don't even use VPN anymore. Okay, I don't know what happened, but I don't even need a VPN to go on Criterion Channel anymore. I think I only needed to, like, make the account. But after that, I can just, like, watch with just you know regular what I had to Wi-Fi. Do? I was, what like, you have to do? all over the internet. Like, I was, like, watch type of movie. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> watch Taipei Story, free online, put locker, blah, 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 blah. And I found one, and it didn't have subtitles. So, because I'm not good at Chinese. So I had to download subtitles and I had to drag it in. It took me like 40 minutes. Oh my gosh. Wait, have you, did you try lookmovie.ag? Any it, of was that? On, it wasn't on any of the um, streaming really? things. Like okay, well next time this let me know. If you can't find something, you can just like uh, use my account. Too kind, you're yeah. too kind. Thank I you. know, I know. But yeah. I'm trying to find a joke, by the way, as we speak. A joke. Your joke. I'm trying to find my your joke. joke. Yeah, okay, continue. I'm not about... Yeah. Okay. What was I saying? 
Oh yeah. Just another small thing to add to your like traditional versus like new custom situation. I think a lot of it is just like a distinction between the East and the West and how the West is presented as as this like whole new amazing opportunity. I guess it's just like, um, again, like idealized and Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people in a lot of Asian countries see see it and have been seeing the west as this like glorified um yeah definitely area of like opportunities which is not necessarily true but that's how it's presented in media to these people Mm -hmm. and also not just that just like these these people i think they're just curious about the outside world i don't think they've been out that much um um, and you can kind of see that, for example, in Chin's younger sister. She she loves mm-hmm. Japan. She loves Japan. Um, I think they, again, with, like, the modernity, Japan's very modern. Japan yeah. has a lot of – they just – they innovate. And the younger sister is just, like, obsessed with this idea of Japan. And she's like, oh, I want to go to Japan. And she's watching Japanese commercials. She's, like, so entertained. And, Yeah. And also, one little detail, like, from a scene with um, Younger Sister. Remember the Pepsi Cola thing that yeah, was just, like, yeah. moving? Yeah, okay. I was wondering, what's the significance of that? Because, like, it stopped moving. That has to mean something, right? That has to be something deep. But what is it exactly? Is it, like, oh, they're trying to go somewhere, but they, it, they can't. Oh, hold up. Pepsi Cola, it's an American company, right? And originally, yeah. Chen and Lung were, like, planning on going to America but then Pepsi Cola stopped it couldn't move anymore (laughs) (laughs) their relationship their relationship Mm. just crumbled okay that makes so much sense to me now I just like uh, I solved I saw something there that was that was amazing I just had a whole revelation I found your joke by the way oh what was it what was it do you want to do you want to say it and then I'll say the answer oh yeah okay so here's the joke everybody The Chinese, um, this specific thing that the Chinese have is short. Um, The one that Michael Jackson has is long. And the Pope never uses it. What is it? A last name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, see, it it wasn't even like super, it's not super funny, but it's just like, it's just so out of the blue. Like, it's yeah, so... Yeah, I know. You didn't, and, you didn't expect it. It's and like, it's, like, the, the other side of the joke that you're just thinking of kind of overwhelms the actual answer. So it's, like, what? Mm-hmm. But, yes. That's part of the movie, hands down. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about... Can we talk about Lung's fight? And just, like... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to talk about Lung for a little bit. I think there are parts of him that redeem him. I don't like him. I still don't like him. I think I think he's not a good person. I I don't like him. Period. And he he's kind of annoying looking. Honestly, his haircut's like um, he, it was kind of obnoxious throughout the film because it was like you're just coming for his entire personality and self. Uh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like um, not a king. We don't stand. But yeah, his. I think they got, he had little parts that redeemed him. I think he does care about other people to some extent. I like mean, he um, he bailed out his uh, Chin's dad's debt. Yeah, 
And also with... In order um, to... In, he did that and with the funds that he was going to use to immigrate yeah. to... Yeah, to so that's kind of... That's kind of selfless, but also part of it, yeah. I think, is because he didn't want to go. He in, internally, he was like, uh, he wasn't like super bent on the idea. So I think that's also why he did it. And but it's still adding, not, it's not his immediate family, so it he, it did come from some place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, life. and adding on to that, like with his old baseball friend, who's now super poor they bumped in they bumped into each other like in the middle of the street and that was a nice nice framed bumping into if you know mm -hmm. like yeah you're so right the streets was i mean literally it's different because everything and now is so modernized and like Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. metal slash glass Mm -hmm. just the old um roads i've only been to Thailand. I pay once, but it didn't look like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I love that. That was that was a good little tangent there. But yeah, that was really kind of him. He gave his like extra money to um, this guy. He has he had like a lot of children to look after, and his like wife mm-hmm. was out gambling, and he was driving whatever. for two days straight with no yeah. sleep. Poor him. Yeah, shout out to you, um, old baseball friend. Um, and his and his wife like committed suicide later on, so that was just another another issue for him. But yeah, Lung is just he's Did a very kind. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Cause they um they put the white sheet over him. Let's let's go oh. to that part actually. To, let's describe that part a little bit. Towards the end, well, at the end, basically, mm-hmm. um, Lung, Lung, and Chin sort of. Um, I heard, honestly, Chin I'm not calls sure about Lung this. to pick her pick her up from the karaoke bar, and says, "Can you come home with me? I don't feel safe." And they go mm-hmm. home together, and then Chin's like, "Marry me," and he was like, "No." Because it's not going <laughs> to fix our problems. And America doesn't fix everything. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I don't mean to use A-A-V-E. Um, anyway. Uh, and then he gets in a taxi and leaves. I'm not going to lie. I don't know who the man in the motorcycle was. Was that yeah, her? I, I'm not going to lie either. I, that's what I wanted to ask you. <laughs> I was wondering. Cause like, um, I think it's one of the little sister's friends who she went dancing with. Yeah, I was like, okay. is it the coworker or is it one of the just a random dancing guy? I think it was but, a dancing guy. Yeah, I think it was a dancing guy too. He, he's probably like dancing underage. Dancing guy, young and sweet, only seventeen. Literally underage. Literally underage. Yep. yep. And the motorcycle guy, he followed Lung who mm-hmm. was in his taxi and it was really late at night and um lung got a little mad got a little frustrated because before this he told the guy to go back home he was like go back home you mm-hmm. know no one wants you here um, As he before he got into the taxi mm-hmm, yeah and so he stopped the taxi he was like the taxi was like can i go and he was like yeah taxi you can go and he went up to this little this little 17 year old and punched him 
punched him and it was just this whole overwhelming fight and yeah I didn't I didn't really see it coming I guess I could like he's kind of a violent person but um what came later I didn't see coming because they fight they fight at first and Lung is winning and then he walks away slowly because he feels he thought he won but then Lung gets the 17 year old on hunched over on the ground so he Mm -hmm. assumes that Yes. He has won the fight. Yes. But then the 17-year-old, he pops up and he starts running after him. And then they kind of tackle each other. And yeah, it's this whole other altercation. And then later, finally, the guy runs away. It's his motorcycle and just freaking rides rides away. Yeah. And we thought that was the end of it, but no. Turns out he's just like you can see his side; it's all bloody. And how do they I'm like, I did not see any like yeah. shot object. I didn't see anything, but my guess is a knife. Honestly, he probably got stabbed. Because like, what else could have said? Some like he would have like ah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. I know, but he's not a really emotional person. He's quite like sedated. Mm-hmm. I think it. I think it's just like in the shock of the moment. He was just like in the heat of it, so he just didn't realize. Maybe I don't know. It's a movie. It's not real life, you know. And then he didn't they probably call anyone after that. Yeah, he didn't he call definitely anyone. Definitely had his phone on him. Actually, you know what? I don't think he did because Chin always calls his landline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I think, yeah, but also at this point, he's given up. Like, um, after he got stabbed, he just kind of sat down, and I think he accepted it. And, you know, this goes back to him, his character. He's just not, he's not a very optimistic person. He's not at a good stage at his life, and I think he just doesn't want to, he doesn't see any hope for the future. He's longing for the mm. past, and he doesn't really see himself going anywhere. So he's like, okay, I'll accept this. Whatever happens, happens. And to my knowledge, from what I saw, I think he died. They didn't really show his, like, um, dead face or anything. But that his- pool of blood, though. Yeah. Yes. No. Alexa it's- play bleeding out by the imagined dragon. <laughs> It's okay, like yeah, no, that was that was insane, and I was like a little bit gruesome, but yeah, he uh, very striking. He had the blanket. He had the white blanket over him. Um, but yeah, what you what you think about that kind of an ending? Did you like it? Not like it? I was like, uh, I don't think I liked it. I was like. Yeah, it was kind of, like, abrupt. It was a little bit unsatisfying, because I felt like, um... I felt like a relationship so slow didn't deserve such a gruesome, quick ending. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And... It just felt very wrong with the pace. Yeah, and their relationship, I don't think it ever really wrapped up in a way. Well, it did Mm -hmm. in when he was like, we shouldn't get married. But also, it w- that wasn't a super satisfying ending as well. So I don't know what I would have wanted, but I don't think that's what I would have wanted, you know, mm-hmm. his death. Because, like, obviously it's a shock factor, and I think that's what they were trying to go for. But, you know, it, do- it-, it doesn't really, like, 
hit in the right way. You know, it's not super meaningful, I would say, when you just kill off someone. It's like, oh, yeah. like, we're not, we're not seeing any, we're not seeing him anymore. Oh, maybe. He's- it's like, it's like what Chin wanted. It's like an immediate relief. It's an immediate change. Mm-hmm. It's what America, what's, it's like what she thought America could be. A, mm-hmm. Like, a, a snap into like a perfect world. I mean, she got a job at the end, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for her. I, well, she obviously got the better ending. And I don't know. I, I don't think... I didn't really... I didn't love the ending. That's what I'm going to say. Um, Something about her putting on those sunglasses made her seem so sinister. Yeah. Even though I didn't really do anything. Yeah. It wasn't, like, I, it wasn't, super, it wasn't super meaningful, I would say. She, you know, I did love what you love? The, the scene right after where the, the frame is windows and the cars and you can see all the cars Ooh, in the window. And it, yeah. What? Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. I, t- I literally took a screenshot of that. I took a screenshot of all those parts. I know exactly what you mean. But yeah, that was, that was a really great visual as well. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah, circling back a little bit, I think we talked about the ending pretty sufficiently. But circling back to the mm, close to the ending, we didn't really talk about Lung's whole sort of thing with the girl he was seeing. Um, that was not Chin. And wasn't it like what? What did you think of that? That was like I I didn't expect that. That's kind of out of nowhere. Well, I don't know. But yeah, it was like a little bit of a, a oh a, moment. It was a bit of a out of the blue. I mean, I sort of guessed that there was some sort of, like, cheating going on, but to me, it just felt, it, it was, yeah, it was just really, like, he, she wasn't, a, she wasn't talked about or a, didn't appear in the first half. She only really, like, mm-hmm. came up in the ending, and it was, like, there's mm-hmm. no, like, development. Yeah. The only thing we know is that Long went to America, but he actually was in Tokyo. But, like, mm-hmm. the whole beginning of the story does not add anything. It, like, does not yeah. lead up to that at any in any way. It just... I agree. Felt it wrong. just... It came out of nowhere, and it was, like... There wasn't really a lot of context to it. That's the issue with the movie. I think it just had a lot of parts that could have been refined a little bit. Or mm. things could have been built up better because it was definitely really subdued for the most of the part. It was very like an emotional in the moment, what you see, what you feel, but it doesn't really have um, a consistent buildup, I would say, mm. especially to the finale. It's just these sort of random but slightly shocking moments that pop up here and there, and we're like, what? And then it goes back to these other quiet moments. It's like mm. a very quiet, very reflective film. But I think from the beauty in it is like the little details about how it's like shot and mm-hmm. little like context about like um, how it revolves around its um, themes of like tradition or mm-hmm. like interaction. That's what I enjoyed mm-hmm. the most. Yeah, I agree. So definitely 
not Edward Yang's best, I would say. Mm. He, I haven't, I've only watched two of his films, so what am I saying? <laughs> but Yi Yi was better, I'm just saying. But yeah, what Yee, are we feeling? Brother. What are we feeling for um, a rating? I, I realized we didn't do a Boy State rating last week. And I think we should rate what we saw just to give our audience like a feel of what sure. we thought of the movie. So what what do you what are you thinking of giving? Um, I'm gonna split it into story, everything else, and then mm-hmm. general story like three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Under yeah, I I fully agree with that. Everything else four. Mm-hmm. So I may I might go for a three point five, which 3. is really 5. really it's really low for such a beautiful film. Mm-hmm. I know I I agree. That's that's a thing about this. Like it's it's so it's gorgeous, really, but it's really lacking in the plot. Yeah, it's not my favorite. The plot just kind of it's just really draining, and it's not like I think visually it's super cohesive, but plot wise things could have been a lot better so what i was going for visually honestly was visually four and a half to five out of five but story-wise also just like three three and a half like i think there were a lot of parts where they were i think it's just it was just trying to be like a super deep movie that was what Mm they're going for to be like super reflective for the audience and to give a lot of things for the audience to think about but um i don't think it really played out that well in my opinion so and the plot was just not the most interesting Mm. and the character development could have happened a little more but it didn't didn't really progress as much as i wanted it to so overall i think i gave it a i gave it a four on letterboxd just for literally the visuals, you know? So beautiful. I, I think it, yeah, d- it deserved to be up there. Shout out to the cinematographer. Read out, read out his name, her um, name. Wei Han Young. Yeah, shout out to you. This film is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, what it, that's about it for this film. I think we covered everything. I think we did a good I wanna job. I want to add one thing. I want to add yeah. one thing. Um, for me, I want to make a... Um, Last last episode when we were talking about Yi Yi, I said mm-hmm. I was talking about how I loved the city, and I said, "Oh, I love Chinese scenes." And I realized you dumb. It's not China; it's Taiwan. So okay. I want to make that um, clear that okay. I'm sorry. You know what? I'll I'll justify your first time saying that right now. I think I think it is Chinese. You know, Taiwan Taiwan is a relatively new country. Well, they are a separate entity from China. It is it is Chinese. That's that's their that's also their culture. Um, China and Taiwan share a very similar culture, and I don't know. It's like I they have a separate identity as Taiwanese people, but their cultures are and customs are inherently Chinese. Do you know what I mean? So it's like yeah, I know what you it's mean. similar but for me. But, I would definitely distinguish because I know yeah. how Hong Kong people is different, but Hong Kong people mm-hmm. do not want to be called Chinese most of the time. Yeah, and I would assume Taiwanese do not either. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, no, I wouldn't call 
I wouldn't call the people Chinese, but definitely custom-wise, there are Chinese roots are just like I don't know spreading everywhere. I, yeah, they're everywhere. I I, I know seeds politically. Yeah. It's important to separate different um, areas. I, I don't know to call it because China has so many like different like there's Hong Kong, there's Taiwan. It has a lot of like conflict and like a lot of parts, kind of parts of it that are also separate. I don't know. It's just like this whole messy situation. But yeah, politically, it's important to separate these kind of places because people have different values, different views, different political um, ideologies. And yeah, Taiwan. Yeah. That's just what I want to say. I I don't even know. But yes, I think we did a good job of that. We can move on to our 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 question section now. Our Q and A. Okay. Do you have a question ready? Um, I. You know what? Let's let's talk about music for a second. What what you've been listening to recently? Um, recently, I have. Well, the thing that comes to my mind is I've been listening to this playlist on Spotify called Music for Plants because I've been Ooh. trying to you know, reach some Plant-like. self-peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got, an, I got a, ro- a aroma diffuser the other day, so I'm becoming... Oh my gosh! I'm becoming great. I'm becoming lovely. Um, but also, I can listen to it while I'm um, doing work. And also, mm. did you have a thunderstorm yesterday and today? So oh, loud. Yeah. They were the cops literally right above. Okay. It was like barely raining, though. I don't know how it was like. Oh, really? It was showering. I wasn't really um, central. Oh, well. Was it, rain? it, it rained. It rained for like two minutes here. It, and then it just like stopped and it just kept thundering, which was interesting to me. And also, okay, the pollution. What's going on with that? Horrible. The weather was Sasha, doing yeah. very great. Let me turn on my light. <laughs> the weather was Sasha doing air quality. fairly well. It's been doing well for a long time, and it just all of a sudden pollution popped up. Yeah, so I don't know what's that, what that's about. Um, hopefully this changes soon, because it's, it's putting a bad vibe all over things. Yes. But music for plants, I love it. I love yeah. it. And I play it for buttons because he's scared of thunder. So I play it really loudly so he can't hear the thunder. But you can still hear it because it's so loud. <laughs> so loud. Oh anyway, God. for you, what's been on your radar? On my playlist. Honestly, I, do you ever feel like um, when you're... When, yes. Do you ever... Not even funny. I hate myself like for that joke. I actually know every word to that album, but um, moving on. Like sometimes I feel well like when I listen to too much music, I just get overwhelmed. You know what I mean? Like if you listen, sometimes. I don't know. I feel like I never have the right playlist for anything. I've I, I've made a lot of playlists. They don't make sense at any time for me. You know, I, I don't, don't make playlists on themes. I just make them on what I'm listening to recently. Mm. I I think I like to have my things thematically organized so it like makes sense in my head because i don't know 
I just like sometimes things when things are messy, it's, it's overwhelming. But yeah, what I've been listening to recently, you know what song I really love? Um, it's kind of a sad song, but like I rewatched Euphoria like one two months ago, and one song that really stuck out to me. One song that really stuck out to me was um, "I'm Not in Love" by Kelsey Liu. You should listen to it. It's it's fantastic. It's amazing. In between, like this whole like ethereal, weird um, situation. It's I don't know. It's really hard to describe, but it's just been a fave recently. Um, that Which and also. Um, it's in the scene where Jules is in the club with with her Nate. Friend. Yes, with, with Nate. Nate. Yes, Polar with Nate. Fake Nate. Yeah. Fake Nate. Yeah, that honestly, that song made it like probably my favorite um part of the whole series. Cause mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like part of why Euphoria a lot of why Euphoria is so good and so intriguing for a lot of people is because of the music and the way it just plays into everything so well. So I think that's the part where I felt the most, like, connected to it. I was like, wow, this is insane. This is, like, an experience on another level. So, yeah, stuck out to me. That's a song I love. Um, What else? Let me look through. been listening to a lot of Maggie Stallion recently. As you should. Hot girls, um, WAP, all of that, you know, all that jazz. She's amazing. So yeah, that's about that's about it for me on the music side. Mm. Got you got any Q and A situations? Oh yeah. First of all, one one more thing to say, just like we're planning on having guests. Listen up, everybody. We're planning <laughs> on having guests in the near future. So if you'd yeah. like to be a guest on our show, DM us on Instagram and tell mm-hmm. us what movie you'd like to do. And, you know, I don't know who's listening up to this point of our podcast. I hope people are. Thank you again to our 60 listeners. Um, we really appreciate you. Oh, you know what? Patrick was listening to the podcast the other day. Like, I, <laughs> I showed him it. And he was just... And then he, I showed him it, and then he went back to doing his homework, and the next day, I, I saw him listening to it. He had his headphones <laughs> in. He was like, I was like, is that my podcast? And Patrick was like, yeah, obviously. That's nice. Yeah, we, we have some fans. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a little controversy in the um, comment section of our Girls 1 film. Miss Isle of Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do love dogs. People came for you. You know what? Keep coming out with these controversial ideas. You know, I love it. It's very interesting. You know, creates a lot of buzz. But I'll yeah, talk about have... it one day. But I'm not ready yet. The scars have not healed. <laughs> you got hated on for real. Oh Please, my gosh. Like... But yeah, what got any? Got any questions? I don't have any questions. Actually, I I thought of questions before this, but then it just escaped my mind. I I forget that we have a QA and a section. I also forget that we have an introduction section. I was about to start right away. (laughs) 
we have to ease our audience in and out of this. And also it's just, I think, I think it's interesting for them to be able to connect to us through, through these little personal parts, you know? Um, let me think. This is too long of a pause. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll just keep talking while you think um, about what's been going on in my life. So think hard, and you can ignore me. I'll just ramble. But today I got my period, right? Oh and it was like... Okay, question. I've got a question for you. <laughs> Did I ask you what your spirit animal was? Oh, no, you haven't asked me this, but I... I think mine is... No, not spirit animal. What animal do you think encompasses you? I don't want to use that term. I think... um, I've always thought of panda, honestly. Um, I I watch a lot of panda videos on YouTube, you know. Oh, my God. They live live their best lives. You know, they're in these, like, nice sanctuaries. They get taken care of. Hopefully they're nice. They're very playful. They they just they just live their lives and you know that's how I want to be and if I'm an animal I want to be a panda period that's it how about you I actually don't know but to me the thought of being able to fly has always been interesting and birds just like defecate anywhere they want so maybe I'm a bird. <laughs> I believe I can fly. What kind of bird, though? Yeah. What kind of bird? Um, probably like a sparrow. Mm. Oh, speaking of sparrows, um, this was like two weeks ago, but the sparrow landed on our balcony, and hmm. we thought it was like we thought it was like injured, a tame. But oh. Yeah, but it was just like I think it's just overheating. It just like sat there for a while, and we tried to give it bread and like water but then do I do you have any just... plants on your balcony yeah we have like little plants not, Maybe not was, super like, big ones berries we just put it um and then and then it just kind of went in the water and then it flew off after a while but yeah that's just a fun little a- anecdote for all of you um just imagine birds. that have fun imagining that bird it was kind of yellow I think it was yellow and green. I searched it up. I forgot the name, but I'm pretty sure I found out what it was. What if it was a parakeet and it was and it just flew away from somebody? No, 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 no. It was small. It was like uh... parakeets. Oh, sorry, not par- like the small ones that like people like tame. They have like bubbly heads. Did I don't know. They have a bubbly man. head. They have a bubbly head. Not really. Oh, okay, good. Otherwise, kind of, somebody's bird flew away. Had kind of a flat head, honestly. But, yeah. yeah. That was my experience with that. Um, yeah, I have I have class tonight. Okay, let's stop dwindling. I, see, I, let me talk about my online classes for a second. They have not sure. been good. See me, I go, I technically, we haven't really talked about this yet, though. I go to boarding school. I mean, I usually go to boarding school in the United States. 
but I don't currently live in the United States. And because of COVID-19, I have to take online classes on a nocturnal schedule, which is not the best for me. Cause at this point by night, I'm like worn out by my day. Like I've, I've lived the whole day thinking about things. And day and night to morning. Mm, thank you for that. Thank you for that. But by the time, by the time it's eight o'clock and I have my first class, I'm like, fuck. You know, P- PG word, explicit word, everybody. But sleep. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's not great, and I just want this to be over soon. I'm not really having it. Not living my best life. Um, oh, oh my god! I actually do have something to talk about. What ordered, I ordered this? Do you know who Tyler's photos is on Instagram? You, I saw you post it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I bought this book on Amazon like um, two weeks ago, I think when it just came out for like pre-orders and it's Tyler's photos. Tyler Mitchell, he's a photographer and he mainly does like, he does a lot of editorial fashion photo shoots um, Mm -hmm. or just like a lot of portraits, I would say. And he came out with this new book, Annabelle can see right now. And it's his first I think it's his second photo book. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like his, he's a black photographer and he's just trying to establish a sort of black utopia. Because um, mm-hmm. like growing up in the, um, in American media, there isn't a lot of black representation. Um, so I don't know. I think this is his testament to that. This is his, um, I don't know. Yeah, this is his way of like ex- expressing his blackness. I'm trying, trying to make blackness a mainstream thing in the media, and I respect it. I, I love yeah. it. These, these shots. I some of them are That's so gorgeous. beautiful. I love the hula hoop one. Um, these portraits are so beautiful, and I think most of them look like they have been shot on medium format. And medium format mm-hmm. portraits just they just turn out different, man. And they're just so beautiful. Okay. But yes. Our audience can't see the book while I was showing it to my co host here. But yeah, just a little plug, you know. Tyler Mitchell mm-hmm. takes great photos. I'm uh, this is the first photo book I've bought and I'm very happy with it. It was a worthy investment. My first photo book was Michael Wolf's works. Mm. Michael Wolf is a Hong well, he was a Hong Kong based he was a German Hong Kong based photographer. Really good stuff. I'll talk about him next time if I feel like it. Mm. That's cool. I love it. But yeah, um what else has been going on? Lizzie, I need to have supper. You need that? Okay. Well, we can wrap it up here then, everybody. Yeah. Um, th- this, has, this has been a great podcast. I think this was definitely an upgrade from mm-hmm. our last one. We have, okay, we've actually been at this for a while. I'm just, like, looking at the time right now. But, like, um, yeah, good for us. I think we actually did, like, a good organized analysis of 
um, Taipei story. And yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. And I hope you guys learned something, maybe, possibly, or you just enjoyed the background noise. Mm-hmm. But we're going to wrap it up here. We'll see you mm-hmm. next week. Please send in suggestions. Or if you want to be a guest, let us know because we'll have you, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're going to end it here. I'm going to end this. Should we end the call? Because I think the that's the only way. Oh, wait, I'll stop the recording first. This has been the Two Girls, One Film podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.